When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. Footballistically, Arsenal is backed for the season by Ladbrokes. Hello and welcome to Footballistically Arsenal. I am Boyd Hilton and I'm sitting here in a glamorous brick room. I've never described it before, Josh. I suddenly thought I'd describe the room. What's your favourite part of the room? Favorite part of the room is the Chambers UK um, was it a bar association handbook or something in the corner there. I mean, I don't even know what this it's office essentially is. Essentially, the law on a bookshelf. It's the law. Yeah, the law is in is in two two volumes on the bookshelf there. There's so any time, Prosecco two shelves above it, which is caught that? my eye more. Why yeah. actual bottle of Prosecco? There's an actual bottle of Prosecco. Yeah, oh. that's <laughs> that's the voice of Gareth the Bear Parker, who is back, staunch regular. On the podcast. Staunch. Slightly less regular, but still staunch is Matt Mason, was the other voice. Hi, Matt. Hi, boy. Um, and Josh is here. Psychic, psychic Josh. Is yeah, here. and my favourite part oh, yeah, of the room on. is the copper clock. Oh, the I copper was, clock's I, nice, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's very nice In element of the Alliterative room, beauty. What's, right, um, are you, are you apple juice going on today, boys? Apple, I'm drinking apple juice. Yeah, we get full background. We are um, paint, paint, paint picture. picture. I've got a vanilla soy latte. You've got an apple juice, and there's vanilla waters. soy latte. You yeah. punts. Why? That's very club level. <laughs> Don't knock it until <laughs> you try it. Very club level. You can't call me in my cheap seats down in block twelve. <laughs> well, you're looking from high above. Before we begin, I haven't actually. Let's let's say that before we actually begin, um, we should say that of course Labrooks are sponsoring footballistically Arsenal for the season, and if you bet five pounds, you get twenty. And if you deposit £5, Labrooks will add another £20 to your account. You can get this offer by following the link at bet.arsenalpodcast.net. Josh. Fantastic. Um, before I get to... You've done a brilliant menu today. It does include, like, three quotes from The Guardian. Slightly weird. Like, all you've been doing is reading The Guardian. I don't know. Just a, just a I guess. just thought it'd be fair to give them it's a fine. bit of publicity. Consi- and also, it's consistent. It's not like it you're taking consistent. different opinions from different papers. Yeah, that's it's true. only just to give, a, you know, talking point yeah. ideas. There's also a really good quote, before I forget, like, just remember from Barney Roney. Mm. I think either the, the match or the previous one about Arsenal, he said something like, he was at the game. Do you know Barney? I've met, he's, a really, he's one of the funniest yeah. for The Guardian football journalists. He's, a, he's brilliant. Do you ever read him? Matt. I have, yeah. Uh, and I met him in real life because he's friends with my friends and they had kids go to the same school. Anyway, he wrote a thing at one of the last two Arsenal matches, I can't remember which one, he said, I'm at the Arsenal match. Arsenal really are these days just Alexis Sanchez and 10 blokes. And I thought, it's kind of, there's something true about that. Something to discuss later with oh. Alexis Sanchez's biggest fan, Gareth the Bear Parker. Yes. But before we even go on to that, <laughs> I meant to mention, I tweeted on um, Sunday. Was it Sunday, the game against um, Brighton? 12 o'clock. Yeah, Almost 12 o'clock. Almost morning, morning kickoff. Yeah. <laughs> so I tweeted, because it was a morning kickoff, I thought, I'll tweet something amusing. And I tweeted that in club level, they might have, you know, like brunch veggie sausages or something. Obviously joking. And I got loads of people taking me seriously saying, this is the death of football. And things like that. Like really pompous, you know, old school types going, you know, years ago, we wouldn't have even heard of any of those words. What, like, like burger? Or Organic. <laughs> so people were it was very funny. Anyway, I want, to make it clear. I want to make it clear to anyone listening that I was joking. Was there nothing? No, regular that's menu. the other thing. Regular menu, re- this regular, the thick veggie burger thing with a garlic and coriander coating, which is not very nice, mm. I have to say, which costs £12, including chips, Matt, is still the one thing they serve every week. And it's not nice. And it costs 12 quid. And I'm curious I'm about actually it. in the boxes, they would have got a different menu. Oh, boxes. Yeah, boxes. Uh, boxes like, we pay four grand or whatever it is they're paying like 24 grand a year of course they get 
effing. They should get a bit of salmon like more, than 20, more than 24 more than 20. grand. <laughs> yeah. And didn't Matt Lucas go on at half time? Is that yes. the thing I wanted to mention? Yes, he, he did. did. Right, was it because I, I, if I'd have known, I would have stayed and listened to him, but I went off to get, you know, you free, free. Well, you pay that free, four grand, you yeah. might as well go and have your We need to get the frilled glass yeah. of wine or, yeah, free tea or whatever we had. Yeah. Was, he, was anyone staying listening to Matt? Was he good? I did, yeah. Oh. Did, he, could you hear him? I can never hear those interviews. There's always bad acoustics. I mean, I thought the whole afternoon was quite quiet. So it was. And it was great because, you know, he's he's a real fan and he talks with a lot of pride about what the club does off the pitch. Yeah. And it was nice to have attention on that for a bit rather than... And, and a lot the, more, sorry, boy, a lot more energy than you normally get from those half-time interviews. Yeah. Oh, really? <laughs> Kevin, I must say, <laughs> when it's like, you know, the next player... Yeah. Yeah. Well, just Kevin Campbell was, really quite, was quite good. The I missed... I was yeah, yeah, West Brom, Kevin Campbell. Uh, I love Kevin Campbell. He's good, yeah. He's, he he's was, on my um, ITV sometimes, isn't he? ITV, like, four or something. Yeah, he was doing the... Yeah, he was doing a bit of Europa League stuff. Yeah. He's been on set. Yeah. Uh, but we should also say, you were just telling us about you took your son for his first game. Yes. It must be an amazing Was that on Sunday? Thing. On Sunday, Sunday, yeah. That's my so, daughter for a second. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. How old is she? Five. Yeah, my, my son's five. Uh, I'll, well, well she, again, a bit of a spoiler in terms of something I was going to say for later, but she actually had her own protest from the 75th minute onwards. Uh, which was wafting her bum at the game uh, <laughs> because, in her view, it was boring, Daddy, and I couldn't really disagree with her, to Have be you, honest. Uh, well, Matt, you see, Matt's ca- on Matt's Instagram, she's... Can I say what your Instagram is? Mean, yeah, yeah. you follow us, Matt. <laughs> Matt Mason underscore. She's very oh. uh, stylish. Um, you've got pictures of your adorably cute son, Kobe, and he, look, look, I'm showing, I'm showing Gareth now. How good is we that? We have the blue kit. Um, oh, he's got red and blue. Cool. Me and my daughter busted out the, the black and pink number. Oh, so, I, I, uh, I had black and pink, but Kobe won't wear pink. Someone at school uh, told him it's, it's not for boys. Oh, God, gender stereotypes. That's awful. I know, it's depressing. Because I was going to say, because the big Arsenal theme, wasn't it, was um, like inclusive... LGBT, well, yeah, this and the other. Your boy must meet my girl, not for any other reason apart from the fact my, my daughter is currently obsessed with David Bowie and had told her teach the other day that it was good because he told people that it was okay for boys to wear makeup and wow. dresses and how girl, old is she? girls can. She's five. five. She's into David Bowie. Yeah, it's amazing. How, I mean, I was it's amazing I, how malleable kids I are. I can forgive her the Arsenal thing. If she's into, that's good. Um, but yeah, so he's got pictures. Have you got pictures on your Instagram of your, uh, of your I daughter? I took. I had photos of her from her first game, um, which. But can uh, I ask a question? Because I made the point to Matt. You, it's really important your first game because you'll always know what your first game was, and you want it to be a victory so that the child, I assume, enjoys it. So taking them to like Brighton at yeah, home is it's it's quite a safe choice. Low risk, what did low you risk. go for, Gareth? The last your... the last game of last season, so when Kashani was sent off, um, Everton, uh, yeah, but yeah. Um, but she told me in sort of very very confidently, but we're better than them, Daddy, even with ten men. And yeah. I didn't believe her until the 89th minute when it was clear that we were going to win. But yeah, no, it was um, yeah. That was the outfit she wore for her first game. Oh, that's good. It's yeah. like Spider-Man. It's yeah. like almost Arsenal colours, isn't it? Yeah. yeah that's and Tiara. Good. Yeah. She, she wore the kit this time. She was quite excited, yeah. She was very excited. So yeah, she, not, not so much on Sunday, though. <laughs> Kobe turned to me during the game, after the second goal, and he, he said, Daddy, I'm so lucky I support Arsenal. And my heart broke oh. a little bit, because it's like, well, you're lucky you don't support Grandad's team, Palace. But, oh, you know, right now... You know, I wish I, I wish yeah. I wish that, you were here, like yeah. ninety eight onwards. Right, yeah, but that makes me <laughs> yeah. feel really even more spoiled than I am. Well, I am spoiled, yeah. but he, that makes yeah. So Josh is like nodding, like as if he's like, all, you know, it's kind of all his dreams have come true. I just can't imagine you turning to Dermot and going, "I'm so lucky." I <laughs> he's not my dad. Um, well, I'm who you go with to ask oh, or Dan Baldwin. Yeah. yeah, no, I went with Don Baldwin this week. Yeah, no, I didn't say that. We definitely didn't say that. <laughs> we're so lucky we support Arsenal. Yeah, we're so lucky. We're so bored yeah. by this game. But it's funny because the fact that we're talking about this, um, frankly, irrelevant, although I'm engaging nonsense, is because the game was pretty... I mean, it was... You've described it in, in uh, Dom. Dom? Josh? You've described it as, was this one of the most classic Arsenal games in recent times? By that, obviously, you didn't mean, like, classic as in good. You meant No, it was, like, incredi- we, we were incredibly predictable. We have gone away and got, like, battered by Liverpool, lost at Stoke, but then been incredibly consistent, just getting the job done for the last month. And that game yeah. against Brighton, we were probably no... I don't know. I was trying to think at the end who our best player was. It, it was a real struggle. No one seemed to stand out, go for. We were just okay. It wasn't that much of a struggle. It was obviously Alexis Sanchez. No. did every single thing that was interesting uh, and creative um, in the entire oh. game. Well, I, probably the best player. But I don't think we had a great game. I don't think anyone sort of... Nacho Monreal. If in doubt, always go yeah, for Nacho Monreal. The point was... We, Hold on. We, let me, none you, of us you've, were, you've quoted The Guardian in the menu. Let yeah, me read it to you. They are also wrong. Arsenal finished an excellent month with a win that takes them up to fifth. Alexis Sanchez was ridiculously good, particularly in the second half. 
Just think you're professionals, Josh. The, and the bear. No, not yes. I, no, no. I, I You've so, got an irrational dislike no, I have, of no, I, I was You'd told say it's a rational things. dislike. I'm saying it's a very rational dislike and actually got to the point where I was aggravated beyond words with him on Sunday. Um we're looking there's a back page of the standard today talking about how divisive he and Mesut Ozil are. He's been poisonous within the dressing room for over 18 months now. He is absolutely our most important player because he makes it that way. He is selfish. I think he's the most selfish... Well, he makes it the fact that he's better than everyone else. No, no, yeah. no, no. So I, again, I've been watching a lot of, lot of Rick and Morty recently about alternate, infinite alternate realities and blah, blah, blah. But everyone always quotes this stat about how involved in goals he was. was can you imagine if he had actually laid the sensible pass, the right pass? what the alternate reality would have been. We might have won four or five nil. There might be more positive no, football. No, 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 no. So he had by far the best um, goal and assist record, like twice as good as any other player, but he still should have done better and if he did because other the things. Team, because the team doesn't function as well when he plays. Absolutely. Just, I, I, there are more and more people... He was the only one if, making them function on Sunday. Okay, watch, watch the amount of runs that other players make for him and then give up after twice. Uh, boy, because, what did you make? I mean, Matt, what did you make when... After he did that incredible assist, yeah, and I, I, I went with Luke Kemmer on Sunday, and, and Luke actually spotted trip. He was like, "What's Sanchez doing?" Sanchez was the nearest person to a Wobi when he scored that goal, and you had like holding running fifty yards to celebrate, and Sanchez like shoulders slightly drooped, just trotted back to the halfway line. I don't care if you're not that bothered about the team. Pretend you are for the sake of the sixty thousand people in the stadium. It, it was extraordinary. To be that disinterested in like a goal that's killed the game, you know, a game we need to win. I mean, it wasn't like I don't a know what's going through game. his mind, but he celebrated one of the goals perfectly well. We just, we'll have, yeah. I mean, what, what, up. Did, you, did, you, did anyone it, else notice how? Exp- I mean, the Tory Matt. I, I know, I'm <laughs> this is my this is my soapbox that I'm back, I, I'm jumping on because it really is annoying me because Clear. there's a lot of people that do see these amazing moments and there are some fantastic moments, but the moment that that stuck out for me on on Sunday was there was a quick Brighton break and Brighton, but for the width of a post and a very good save, um, could could have made something more of the game. It wasn't a, a straightforward two 0 by any by any stretch of the imagination, but they broke at speed. And Lacazette was 20 yards further back, tracking back than Sanchez was, who was, who was genuinely jogging back. And we, we hung Danielson out to dry for similar sort of stuff a while ago. But he is not putting it in. The best performance of the season in terms of team performance of the season was Chelsea, where he was conspicuously absent. I really cannot wait until we get shot of him. And I would have loved it if we'd sold him to City, because there's no way they would be as good as they are now if he was playing for them. Matt. Um, the situation I think we've got with Sanchez and Ozil is actually starting to ri- remind me of Nasri and Sesk in mm. that Sanchez is quite clear about what he wants to do as Nasri was and he's carried on playing uh, Sesk went on strike you know, and I, I think Sesk is the bigger snake than Nasri for that reason and I think so- something's going on with Ozil you yeah. know, that Facebook yeah. post but then you yeah. know, he, he's not turning up but the difference is, I, I remember that game Nasri played against Liverpool when he was itching to move and we were desperately short of players and he was the best player on the pitch. He still put a shift in. I'm not seeing that with Sanchez. And what I'm actually starting to see after the Chelsea game, when it became obvious that Lamar was our top target to replace Sanchez, it didn't feel like for like. But after the Chelsea game, where you had essentially two number 10s tucking in behind Lacazette, I could see where Lamar fits. And the problem I have with Sanchez playing at the moment, particularly with those who are out of the team, is it's a waste of Lacazette. Because for whatever reason, Iwobi and Ramsey don't seem confident to play that ball behind the defenders. And Lacazette's making these runs and no one's finding him. And it should be on Sanchez to do that. And he's not doing that. And I think, you know, we've got to be looking forward. Sanchez is going. Ozil's going. You know, as far as we know, I, I think it's going to be very difficult with Ramsey and Welbeck's contracts because their contracts are up as Wenger leaves. And why would you sign up for more years at a club where you don't know what's going to happen at mm. the moment? Oh, completely, you know? yeah. yeah. And then, but Lacazette, we know, we hope he's there for a while, and we should be building around his strengths now. And I, but you found him a few times. There was definitely at least two or three times when he, he played a good, pretty good pass to Lacazette. I, I just felt Lacazette was the most isolated he's been, apart from the Liverpool game where he just played out of position when he did came, oh, yeah. did come on. <laughs> yeah, but... It was weird, you know. It was a comfortable win, but Lacazette was really nice, especially after that amazing start. Where just with a shift of his body, he finds all that space and bangs it against the post from yeah, distance. Yeah. Yeah. And, and his attitude is 
the right sort of attitude that we need at the club in, in Lacazette. I think that I, I like everything he's putting a shift in. He's he's working for his teammates and he's selfless. And I love that in a player. And it's it's. I always get jokes to my expense about my love for Olivier Giroud. But there were a couple yeah. of touches on Sunday when he came on when his first thought was for his teammate. And I go back to the Pires Henri thing. The football that I love playing, love watching most at Arsenal was a team game. It was never about individuals, even though within that team we had some wonderful players. And I do not enjoy watching Arsenal with Alexis Sanchez playing for us. So you did, but the difference between between that era when you had Omri and Pires is that they were brilliant, world class players. And now you've got, as Barney Roney put it, you've got Alexis Sanchez and ten not world class players. And I'd much rather see a, a team. And they, if they can't incorporate him, and then they can. It's a by disservice the way. to we the won. other members of our team. Mm. Isn't it? We played perfectly well in the second half when he was in absolutely brilliant form and he was he was doing incredible things that no other player can do. Most of them, by the way, at the service of the team, they were passes to players that led to goals. Gave as the, they bo- were gave last the ball year. away more if than was, any other player. He always, he's always going to give the ball away more because he attempts more daring things and he tr- and he's much more bold and daring. That's the same. There's like all, all the world class players in the world give the ball away quite a lot because they're always attempting difficult. That's true. Kevin they De Bruyne. Do. Kevin De Bruyne. Well, Kevin De Bruyne is a different. High, it's he, a different he, player. It's a different kind of player. But those players in 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 forward position, literally the best players in the world. Ronaldo gives the ball away sometimes. It's like you have to do. In the final would you rather you? So you're telling me you'd rather watch a team of eleven kind of standard fine players like the Giroux of this world, absolutely fine, rather than a world class player can do incredibly beautiful things with a football. I think like what I don't understand. I genuinely don't understand it. You, you don't get pleasure of watching Sanchez. No. Even though and half of the things he's doing are literally assisting and he's not a team player. Half of the things he's doing are passing to the player and they get goals from them. I mean, that's the def- definition. How can that not be team player? He's not literally taking it on his own I'm and you. attempting to score every single time. That's he's providing the assists. I'm, I'm sort of with you on this and sort of with Gareth. I'm on the fence with it because I, I am sort of intrigued as to what will happen when he goes and he is going to go. And what happened for that 70 minutes he wasn't on the pitch at Chelsea, I think was a sign perhaps of what the other... Players you know, we didn't win that game, feel. by the way. You know, we did not win that game. Okay, boy, but that was you. the hardest game of the season, and actually getting a point was yeah, a better was result a, than beating Brighton at home. Of course, getting a point was a drive, but other teams with better players perform like, in that way. In fact, one did it at the weekend, and then they beat Chelsea. I don't That's know, the I, difference. From what I hear as well, and I, you know, someone I was with the other week who's very close to one of our, our members who's starting eleven. You know, echoed this that there is real, you know, not love for Sanchez around around the place. Wenger, right? If you want to go down the people in the know telling you about the dressing room, that's true. Someone told me only that's within true. the last week that heart, the most of the okay, players deeply that... resent Wenger for staying on, and they think he should have gone. Yeah, I think. This, so, what's well, more important? Who will they get to, you're more used to? Well, the manager's not going anywhere because that's ultimately up to you know the owner of the club who doesn't want to get rid of the manager. But there is you yeah. know, a say on on from the manager who who actually plays in the team. There's something up with Ozil. I completely agree with what Matt's oh, point I'm is. Ozil, totally. I, th- I think you know it, this is the last year of them both. I'm, I'm sure of it. So if we see more opportunities to work on systems and you know different players that don't involve both of them, I, I wouldn't be too shocked in the in the coming sort of seven months that we've got left of the season. But Sanchez, I do accept as our best player, and he's our best. You know, is him playing our best chance of getting in that top four and being in a better position to sign better players in the summer? Of course. So you know, I want him to to play for you know the next seven months. But I'm I'm sure it will be a slightly happier squad perhaps when he leaves, and that's that's a sad indictment of of what it's become and how other players respond to it. Yeah, I think you know a fully committed, engaged Sanchez. I would have every time, but that's not what we've got now. And we have to be looking to the future. I think the bottom line is we did so well with Sanchez and Ozil to get these players, these these kind of cast-offs from the two biggest clubs in the mm. world, get in there and get them. And we've absolutely wasted them. We haven't exploited. That's the bigger point. Yeah. I, I, would, I would challenge that a little bit. And I made this point last time I was on. That I think um, that both to an extent, particularly Sanchez, is actually was the start of mercenary culture at Arsenal, which I haven't seen before, which is people signing for Arsenal with a desire and a passionate sign for Arsenal, not because it's their best op- option. So we have players that have, have been made at Arsenal. And saying the word cast-off is interesting because, yeah, they were, they, were, they, were, they were bigger names than we'd normally sign, but they were cast-offs. 
And they were looking at basically what their best option was. Their best option. Not the best option for like them growing into a team and becoming like a heartbeat of a club. But, think but on the that. opportunity to make them love yeah, the club. Yeah, there's loads of players and on because that it's, clubs because it's You could call them cast-offs. Yeah. Well, yeah. Henri and Burkham. I mean, yeah, probably, yeah, but, but coming, ne- coming from Italy, were neither of them were. They were cast-offs from yeah, two very... Partic- particularly Henri was, was, a, was a kid when we signed him. And I think that he is someone that, yeah, had, had potential. And Dennis was, was, was a, actually, it's a different era, I guess. He wasn't, he wasn't here for the big bucks. He was here but to play for... Was waiting for Tottenham to make their move. You yeah, know. that's right. Yeah, yeah that's we, we we certainly weren't his first choice, but he came to love the club and the culture of the club, and yeah, that's and gone. he was surrounded by brilliant yeah. players who so, were brilliantly. So, so, do you think it's more deep rooted then in terms of players not getting that understanding of the, the significance of the culture of Arsenal, and therefore getting under their skin? And we're not going to hear this this era of players talking about us and we. Yeah, in because the because the, the situation Arsenal is so stale and tedious for them that that's the problem. Back then, back in the day, you were talking about the glory days of Arsene Wenger when he was the fresh, dynamic force in in football, and now he's a tired man who's run out of ideas and clearly can't coach these players to play well enough, often enough to achieve much beyond the usual thing that's been achieved for the last six I agree. Years. I agree with you a lot there, Boyd, I think. But, but then you... So if we sign Mares in the summer, who is a, is a fine footballer, excellent Premier League footballer, could potentially be a world-class player, Oof, no. could poten- but, but, would, but would have the desire to play for the club and therefore would play for his teammates. I feel Mares is like exactly the kind of player we've got so many Mareses. I think he's like, you know, half the time he, he's, he's amazing and dazzling when he puts his mind to it. Half the time he just can't be bothered. I think I think he'd be the same. I don't think I don't think Wenger particularly. I mean, maybe another manager could rouse so like, him into like world classness, yeah. but I don't think Wenger could. I think Wenger would let him do whatever the fuck he wants. Well, like he does every player. How do you feel Sunday by talking about all these players we have in attacking positions who who maybe aren't getting their opportunities? What do you think about Theo at the moment? What, oh, what do you think I'm he's seen? Because he's like you know, if we go <laughs> back to how does Boyd feel about Theo? If we go back to the game <laughs> last Thursday, which we should just briefly yes. mention, perhaps, which was an- another we victory should. in the Europa League. Yes, and it was kind of. Theo and, and Jack and you know yeah. some some very good attacking players. Yeah, but I just uh, you know this was a a player in the England squad. Uh, you know you know it, it's amazing. It seems how how far he's fallen. Now he's our default option for the League Cup games and Someone, for European yeah. games. And we're looking to sell him in January. I've heard. Have you? Well, we yeah. hear this. But we've been hearing this for years. And every like there was normally in the summer, though, boy. Normally, normally in the, in the summer. summer, yeah. But the, two years ago, we were definitely selling him, like to Liverpool or someone, and he stayed. I just think I don't think. How is and, he not getting but, a chance though? Like, why is Wobie starting games? I think it's preposterous. I have to say, I think it's terrible. And I think, I think part of it is I think Wenger started to believe the general feeling that the fans you know the fans seem to fans are very unfair about things. There was a brilliant article I meant to meant to. Um, favourite it on Twitter or whatever I think it was in the Telegraph maybe I don't even saw it about saying how they can't how weird it is the Arsenal fans are so horrible about Theo and saying mm. you know mm. his, his stats are great every game he plays now he scores one or two goals and he's yeah. obviously not getting they're all in the fucking Europa League or in the yeah. wherever is it? it is cup it's really and, and you know he, get, he scores two goals and he still gets slagged off it's like I, I find it incredible and I certainly think I think that point you make about Iwobi I mean Iwobi did really well you know, a couple of times, but not particularly better than Theo. And yeah. the Iwobi gets hailed as this amazing young hope. If Theo had had that exact same game, the yeah. Iwobi has. Iwobi, Iwobi is more disciplined and does Theo? more work, does more work off the ball. Yeah, he is. Theo's a moments player, but unfortunately it's counterbalanced by bad moments. I think that's the problem. I think he has some wonderful moments, but too often they'll be like exposing like bad decisions, things like that. Iwobi is being, I think actually, I don't know whether it's, coaching from above or whether it is just his natural progression and development as a player is a way I mean again go back to that Chelsea game go back to some games last season in fact go back to the games where and this is one of the players that I've been told is particularly inhibited by Alexis' personality but who's this poor lamb Iwobi who actually could oh. be developed into a, into a really good player now he is the right player to play in a formation where we need someone pulling and working Theo and Sanchez at the same time is probably too much of a danger I think there because they both will take risks Theo possibly won't then have the nows to get back and, and atone for his errors yeah. I'd like to see him get a game in the league soon yeah same you don't think you agree you don't think Theo is that is, is disciplined enough to uh, no I, th- I think he's disciplined I think the point about Iwobi is right I think the, his last game um, was the North London derby it was last game for a long time and he got pulled out of the team after that and I remember watching from where I sit you get a very good view of Monreal and Monreal was losing his mind with Iwobi for not mm. tracking back yeah. and Monreal was, was really troubled by the Tottenham wing backs and he was finding himself having to deal with two players and Iwobi not for a want of trying but didn't know where he was supposed to be and I think Iwobi is now being taught that role 
And now that we've got wing-backs, now that we play with wing-backs, I'm not sure where Theo sits because you've got Lacazette and then you essentially need two number 10s behind him. And Iwobi is learning that discipline and, and tucking in and playing that role. But where Theo either wants to be that number nine or out wide. And I think if Theo moves out wide, we lose a lot of the shape behind Lacazette. But he brought, he, when he brought him on, what did he bring? He, did he bring him on for, I don't know, 10, 15 minutes maybe against Brighton? And I thought he looked really good. He was, you know, he was, he was fine. I mean, it was yeah, Brighton. But I, I, thought, I, thought, I, thought, I thought Giroud looked really good. That's where you yeah, thought right. Theo looked yeah. really good. I thought Giroud looked really good. one or two touches <laughs> yeah. of whatever, yeah. Um, but, you know, I just think, I, 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 to, I think there's complete myth. I think Theo I, could play in that. Way I'm just trying to think if it's a player on lower confidence than him at the moment the in the thing squad is, because is there anyone who would be that upset with the lack of opportunities yeah. they're getting like Jack I think has to probably accept that he's come out of a lot of oh, injuries yeah. he has to play as but if there's one player who probably could feel a little bit unhappy with his lack of game well, time I, was I told- think it's him because even you've got to think Danny Wilbeck's out who's one of the key people that was being put ahead of Theo so even with him out he's still not getting game but he did the post-match interview after the Barté Borisov game did you oh. see that on BT Sport? <laughs> I saw the game. I didn't stay for the interview. Yeah, <laughs> stay for the interview. Nipped, nipped for dinner quite he was quick. Like, he was, he was as he always is. He's incredibly like <laughs> eloquent. Ele- well, no, but it, he was happy, it, smiling. Yeah. I mean, I know. I'm, I'm not saying a media he trained. Would, but so, he's media trained. All right, he's very smooth customer in that way. But I think Has he got his coffee machine. He was that coffee machine last year. Do you remember he was going to oh, get yeah, his coffee machine? Yeah, 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 did yeah, he get one? He did, yeah. I think he did, oh, yeah. Okay. But he seems to be dealing Not with it. Yet. I was going to say, I don't think yeah. he is that um, angry. I, I was told he was, did I say this last week? I can't remember. I forget what I say week to week. I say the same <laughs> thing every week, obviously. But he, someone told me that he was he was absolutely furious about the whole Oxlade-Chamberlain yeah. situation, cause that, that, which was pathetic. And he's, he was absolutely furious. Well, I think we played him at all. Yeah, well, he played him knowing that he was going to leave. Yeah. We played him against Liverpool knowing literally he was going to yeah. join them a week later. It was Not extraordinary. Even a, week, a couple of days. A couple yeah. of day, it was an extraordinary piece of shitness management yeah. by, by Arsene Wenger. And Theo was incredibly angry about that and I think made his anger clear. So there might, that might be part of the issue. And, not- but he seems, but I think he's the, probably the one player mature enough and intelligent enough and eloquent enough to deal with this fucking situation, which is probably another reason why Wenger thinks he can carry on doing it. Because well, he knows that Theo will deal with it. If he probably did it to. Alexis, for example, will be like throwing his mm. at the front. Yeah. He's had 10 years, I guess, now at Arsenal to, to get used to the situation with, with the manager. What did you make of the fact that he gave up the opportunity for his hat-trick so that Giroud could get his 100th goal? It was a nice touch. Was very cool. so he's, you know, he's, would he have been on pens? I know a big deal well, was made of most, it, but you know, what, We were a couple of goals up at the time, a chance to score a hat-trick in Europe. Most players... Even would have wanted it. Would have, would, have, would, have, would have asked. Really would have promised him some nice espresso cups to go with. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He yeah. could have been. Yeah. Uh, but a hundred goals for Arsenal. That's no, that's, you know, to be respected. And, and, and I'm sure and Gareth will be the one to make the respect. Six years. Yeah, incredible. Uh, five. <laughs> quicker, yeah. Five. Quicker, quicker than Bergkamp. I mean, all. Quicker than Bergkamp got. I mean, it's was it quicker than Van Persie by yep. the game? Yeah. Yeah. Well, as they say, so you, you're mocking it. I mean, oh, he's definitely as good as Van Persie and Bergkamp. Yeah. Obviously, you have to admit that. You see, you, as I say that, you look and you, and you shake your head because obviously I'm being sarcastic. Because obviously he's not as good, and obviously that's been the problem for five years. Thank God we're still with Harold Lacazette. Oh dear. Lacazette. Yeah, no, Sorry. no, no, no. Do you know Come what? With, without right, you, Gareth, I know you're a staunch Giroudian. That's fine. I, 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 no, I, no, I, I, I never blame him. It's not about him. It's about the fact that he has been our, our focal point striking wise for these five years, and he's not up there with the, our rivals. But he's ra- not good enough. Rarely, we, rarely not, have he, we, rarely have we played a system that well, plays to his strengths and but when we do we do well you look at you look at well the, ima- the amount of times you'll say oh wonderful goal from Arsenal that one touch stuff in and around the box he is involved at least once in that he is a phenomenal fulcrum of a striker he is two seasons ago he was injured I don't agree with that at all. I think it's not true when Theo was playing that was our best football we played like <laughs> fine decent football he can you know there's loads of players out there who, do, who perform that service of linking the play okay so why why, why then do France any... why, do, why do France <laughs> who have know. Griezmann I don't Griezmann know. as I their know. as their main man I really don't know trust it I think it's, it's bewildering and I think it will change soon I imagine no I, I, I think it's, I think the, the belief is that Giroud gets the best out of Griezmann yeah. Yeah. And if we had oh, a player, that's fair yeah. yeah, that's fair enough. But, yeah. but that's why that's a very he's, he's no, no, it's not. It's it's having someone who is a clever, flitty little number ten who can play in and around a bigger striker who will nine times out of ten find his mate with a one-touch cushion pass. Again, he's not absolutely not this phenomenal athlete that Lacazette is. Lacazette is a great, great striker. Olivier Giroud is a centre forward. It's different. It's very different. And what frustrates me and and. I find it hard not to sound patronising when I talk in a way of like someone who has... Oh, we're used to it. 
No, it's, it's the understanding football as more than just someone that kicks the ball the hardest and runs the far. It, it, it is no, so subtly nuanced and it is about, al- it's about, it's about alchemy. And if you play in a team, when you have one man like that, you will there play to their strengths. Mm. If you're not playing to their strengths, mm. they are going to be exposed as not as good as someone else at doing something else. So for me, yes, no, he, he is, he's not this superstar that everyone craves, but he's committed to Arsenal. He turned up... Well, he, no, but actually, a desire to play for the club. You talk about Theo. Why is Theo not going anywhere? Not only committed and, to Arsenal, he actually wouldn't... I mean, he wouldn't let Wenger sell him. I mean, that's the preposterous no, situation. To stay, there's a yeah. difference. He wanted to stay. Yeah. He accepted the situation that he's not going to be a first choice striker. That he's going to have to come off the bench, and he chose to stay. I mean, he's very good at slowing the game down. And uh, that's the opposite. Less, is less that's the opposite yeah. thing. He is <laughs> in terms of if he's if if balls are played through to him, then you might have a go at him for not being quick enough. In terms of slowing the game down, we play a quicker, quicker possession based oh, game. I don't, with him. I don't believe. I, well, I've spent five years watching him. Watching everyone else him. is nodding in the room, boy. Just... Yeah, but I think you're all right. I think you're absolutely. Mate, I think... If you look at those, you know, the amazing Wilshire goal against Norwich, the amazing. Rizitsky goal um, Giroud oh, yeah. uh, certainly in the Wilshire goal Giroud is heavily involved in that with those cushioned one touch passes okay. how long ago was that? in the last Hang two on. years I, you know when we when we stopped playing exciting you know the exciting the goal against, of the goal against Palace last year got, anyone else Alexis scores that goal against Palace yeah. last year and it's, it's come pro on, back Drew been, does it and everyone's going it's how luck. dull have we been dull you know we have we've been dull yeah. predictable so that, that's, that's crazy and a lot of it fault. and most of the time he was playing so it's I, I'm not yeah, saying it's his fault he wasn't being played as that fulcrum that's well, the thing well, we I'm, didn't you know but whatever position he was being played <laughs> in it wouldn't, wasn't working and we were dull and slow so I'm sorry bl- we'd like to congratulate him on his 100 goals anyway delighted Josh is only 13 more in his this season <laughs> oh yeah and then oh you're but, getting a tattoo of him yeah how many more? 13? 13. Well, we said 15, whole, didn't we? In the whole season. In the whole season. What do we say if he gets 15 on the dot? That's enough. That's, that's right, enough. so 14 and under. Yeah. Right. I'm just looking for an excuse, Josh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it will become like seven. <laughs> if, yeah. we'll, have, we'll have a mid-season yeah, review. It'll be, like, it'll be the last we game will, of the season. We'll if tweet scores. a picture. If he, get, if he wins a free kick, <laughs> I'll get I can't get wait to tweet a picture of Gareth with his Giroud tattoo. Um, let's go to a break, though. Footballistically Arsenal is backed for the season by Ladbrokes. And we're back from the break. Have you? Ha- so when are you getting your tattoo of... Uh, when, well, when, where are you going to get it more? And uh, what is it going to be? His head? Yeah. That fucking beard? Oh, you, I mean, you know. I mean, it's a yeah. little bit rude when you're staring at Gareth who's <laughs> yeah, got Gareth a lovely had that, beard. Gareth's had that beard for ages. Before it was oh, cool, just before it was cool, I had this beard. Yeah. If he gets 20 goals, you get the tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be great. That, 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 if he's really not that good, you won't be worried about taking the bet. Oh... Uh, well, I'm sure he's more than capable of getting 20 goals. I mean, we've seen that. He's capable of, you know, he's just... He's capable of 100. Yeah. 100 of them. I yeah. think it's lucky he didn't go to Everton because they would have played to his strengths and they'd probably be above us now instead of language. Well, they've, they've, got all the num- they've got all nah, the number 10. Need a big word. Yeah. They are. I mean, yeah. yeah. Oh, you, but you know their run's going to come to an end when we grow up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They'll, they'll suddenly course. become... Yeah, yeah, they'll, last they'll have some pace back in. Um, international break, boy, are you excited? Oh, God, it's so tedious, isn't it? The international break, I mean, it's even more tedious. Than England, Thursday night. For five years. Scratching. <laughs> Unbelievable. No, I was about to say, yeah, chalking the day off one by one like a, like a prisoner in an well, old It's a bit of a jail. shame in the sense Arsenal have been on such a nice run of games and, you know, yes. wins and there's good confidence. It just seems that someone's going to get injured on international duty. Niggly little games when we come back, haven't we? Like Watford away, who are again in form, confident. We'll win. Yeah. It's annoying as well. It's annoying these days because these days we don't have any players in the England team. That's that's part of the problem. There's hardly any interest. You know, maybe the occasional Danny Welbeck. Well, Welbeck's injured. He's injured. So we, we you know, we won't have anyone. There's been lots of. There's been really, there's been loads of articles recently about because loads of people are getting up in arms about the players that are being selected for England, like Winks at sort of Spurs. Oh. I mean, it's, it's it's half, half the Spurs, half the England team is Spurs. That's yeah, face that fact. Well, it's hardly that. That's the England team is the barometer of the best. Although I do say. I, we can't really denigrate the sort of th- those up the road because they are really, really quite good as well. So we've got, I think, we've got to respect that, that, that Pochettino has built a very good squad there full of very good, young, hungry players who want to play for the club. Which gets back to my original point about <laughs> signing the right sort of players that can develop into a proper squad and a proper team. Um, and also, yeah, I mean, I do spend a bit of time watching other teams. Spurs playing well. Man City again. I'm not advocating discussion of Spurs, by the way. I'm no, just saying yeah. that but, it's depressing that they've got half the England team. The half the England team. But, but then how, no many, how many? How many? How many? Last time you think we had no one in the England squad. It's quite unusual, yeah. Oh, because Oxley Chamberlain. I was, you know, I think Oxley Chamberlain is the obvious one we sold. Yeah. 
Will she no longer Gib- is even going Gibbs, in even Gibbs is gone. It's, it's really, no it's Theo. Indi- I mean, it's some kind of indictment. Yeah. I wonder, but I wonder really when is. the last time was. Someone's yeah, probably tweeted right. it. Yeah. I'll see I mean, this is what we are now. We're a, we're a team that's going to fish fifth, sixth, seventh. There's even, I mean... Like, that is not... You can't say, because we don't have any players in the England team. How many players have Man City got in the England I mean, it's, team? It's, Fabian Delph is in the squad, I think. He was phenomenal on Saturday, by the It's definitely... Stones. But it does add to the tedium, doesn't it, Matt? I turn to Matt for... not having any Arsenal players in the England team. Yeah. I mean, I used to be... I'm quite ambivalent about the England team, to be honest. There was a period where I didn't want Arsenal players fraternising with John Terry. So <laughs> yeah. I'm, 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 I'm glad it wasn't just me. Yeah, yeah that's true. And um, and then you know you just spend you spend the, the week, the two weeks fretting about the injury reports that come yeah. back. Yeah, but now true. now there's not even well with England. There's no need to worry. There are other players floating around, but. Yeah, we do have markedly less internationals at the club. Yeah, yeah, that is true. Yeah, what about this story that um, the, 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 this whole thing about that notion the, in the standard about people being angry at Sanchez? Knows is that? Do we believe that story? Yes. And does it matter that they didn't go to a court? It was a corporate thing. It was a it? yeah. It was a sponsor event, wasn't it? Yeah. I mean, I even Debushi turned. That's the thing. Everyone, even I mean, it's sad that Debushi's there. I know that's in the story. <laughs> legs of yeah. I feel sad that Debushi's there, but I don't. I don't give a shit with that. I mean, I, I'm, not, I'm annoyed at Özil. By the way, so we should talk about Özil. That's what I'm talking about. Are we all over Özil? Do we care anymore? That he's going to go. I still find I'm incredulous that he's going to go to Man United. Like I don't understand what they think they're going to get. Well, but, our, our friend Alan was quoted about that today, wasn't he? Oh, Alan yeah. Alga in the uh, in the betting because Alan Alga pundit. Yes, um, because it was you know it was in the morning press that there was a, you know renewed interest. Mourinho's quite confident they'll be able to get him. Yeah, I mean, I, just, I, mean, I really but the thing is, he can, in January the rule is they can talk to clubs abroad, yeah. not right. English clubs. So you presume. It's maybe more likely he'll well, go to. Well, a, apparently, uh, the only club, club that showed interest really in genuine terms have been clubs that he hasn't fancied as well. So there's a, a, a lot. A two, I think two or three Turkish teams inquired about him, but he didn't fancy that. And I think that, yeah, I mean, if, if the Man United, it might, it might be a Mourinho thing to try and further destabilize. Like, yes, that's right. that was my theory. Yeah, um, and I think that because look at their team similar to the Sanchez and City thing um, the, the clubs they're being linked with would definitely not be improved by them in the first 11 but so it's yeah. weird I mean, at the moment it? the way Mourinho's got United playing with the amount of tracking back mm. and like yeah. absolutely everyone yeah. you know there's a Martial, role for Fellaini Martial's these days Ashley Young at left wing back because of his defence you know everything about that team is like everyone does a job def- and it doesn't mm. seem to quite fit but you know he obviously knows him from his time at Madrid and you know if he still thinks he can get something out of him then maybe but I, I, I hope the days of us selling. It. I read like a story that had been brief. Yes. Yeah. But I, I think Özil's agent yeah. wants him to go. To go. Yeah, you're probably but not I, wrong. I can't believe for a minute that in, United are interested. I mean, James Olley, I think today reacted to that story, saying that Inter Milan were actually uh, okay. the most concrete interest and, but, high, and the highest profile. Club but the bigger question is: him, yeah. hasn't the, the dream the dream has gone sour? Isn't it? Is that it's a mixture of metaphors? The uh, <laughs> the milk's gone sour. The, uh, the he's you know I loved him. You know, for the first couple of seasons, but I might be a bit early to say that, isn't it? I just, I've got to be honest. I just, I don't care anymore. But I think, I think, I think, and again, it's the hipster. You know, you're not noticing the subtlety. I did, I do notice the subtlety. But when it, the bottom line is, he has not been performing like a world class player for Arsenal. Watch him when he plays for Germany. It's fucking different. I tell yeah. you. Did you just and indirectly that, call me a hipster? By the way, yeah, Just, just I'd pick up on that. Yeah, yeah. no, um, I, I agree. Yeah. I agree with oh. you, Ezel. Actually, I think he's he's putting in less. I don't think it's less. less the way of yards run or well, actually no. when you do get the, the end of game stats he, he, it's it is all it is that his body language isn't what the club needs it to be i think that it's it's sad because actually i love watching really beautifully talented players and i think he is our the most talented player at our club by head and shoulders sanchez is the new breed of football who sort of teams no he's a talent he's a reasonably talented player he doesn't play those amazing you know he's capable of brilliance you can't i can you know can, he's capable of brilliant moments. i don't know i don't, I don't, know, I don't, I don't think he, he doesn't see so says fabregas sees a pass that other players in you didn't you see like that's what I used to love about watching Burkamp. So there was amazing pass and I don't, he did in, in the back hill into space. No, there was another brilliant pass. He did a longer pass um, for his previous. In, in was it against Barty? Did he play that game? Yeah, or, yeah. It, was, it was the. It was an incredible long pass. Yeah. You're, you're just but no, genuinely. No, no, I, okay, I think I think Özil is I agree with that. He's I think he's touched by genius. Right. I think Özil okay. is. I don't. I think I don't. I don't see Sanchez in the same talent bracket. Oh. I do think no, it's different because it gives a lot more than just those moments. However, with Ozil in that sort of like beautiful, flowing, confident mood, it was it, like there have been games recently where that's been the case. Like 
the cup final. The, the, he yeah. was, it was well, phenomenal. He puts his mind to it, yeah. But that's like you can remember those games, can't you? It's like they stand out. But week in, week out, it was just. But, but, but Dennis Burkamp wasn't great every week. I oh, mentioned Dennis much, a lot. No, no, I don't. No, I, no, I, no, much no, more you're consistent. Right, absolutely right. I think you know. I, I think we forget how patchy his. Well, we took ages to get. To no, get no, 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 no. Just going, going, but you know, there would be long periods of the season where um, he was completely off it. Yeah. Then, you know. But you do remember that, and I, but I don't think that we, obviously he, we were winning stuff at that point as well. So he will yeah, be remembered rightly as a fantastic player. Özil has been again symptomatic of this kind of problematic era at Arsenal, where it's not quite clicked. I think you're writing it, it, it all off a little bit early. There's a long way to go. Season. He, he's too good to not judge be involved. Judge no, not judge us in May. I think there's inevitable he leaves the club, but I think the the players around will. You know, and know that he is, he is of a quality that there's no way he can just be frozen out even if he is unhappy not, even if I'm it not, comes known no, no, that he's no, no, going no, I'm not saying freeze him out I don't care just I, don't I just build don't the team care. Right. you just don't want to it's too late to build it we can't build the team build right. the team around Lacazette I think I think, uh, I think actually we play either your theory about we play better without Sanchez I think is even more pronounced that we're playing better without Ozil I think that's the key with, with both of them the, the midfield central midfield which is yeah. patently not good enough by the way well, of course. Um, is overexposed so we need something to protect that midfield yeah. Because the options, I mean, there is an increasing call for Jack to be involved again, which sort of my heart says is great, but my head says that he's not good enough anymore. Yeah. But we'd just be exposed again and we, we would struggle. So, so we need those players in those two number 10 slots to protect that midfield and allow Jacker to be the player that he can be right. protected. But I agree with you. But And yet, isn't it sad, Matt? Isn't, this, isn't it really sad? Because we're all like looking forward to the idea of Ozil, Lacazette and Sanchez or some... <laughs> <laughs> not you, not not some, not the hipsters, but most Arsenal fans. I mean, it was the thing, wasn't it? It was like um, Gunnar Osblog or whatever said before. We thought they were all going to play together. If they don't all play together, he was going to like resign or whatever. And I may never, it may never happen. I mean, it's conceivable. Yeah. But isn't it an indictment? Is my question. I'll get to it eventually. <laughs> of I have to, and I know it's tedious, but I have to bring it back to the manager that he can't get these three. My most talented forward players playing together, and we're scared about. You're right, we're scared about the consequences. But other managers incorporate three, four, five brilliant attacking players in their team, and they beat everyone. It's fine. In, Why in can't system, we do it? In, yeah, a, in a system, system. but, but that's so. System. But that's Wenger has always been about this kind of oh. subtle alchemy. Oh. And when he had players that had leisure qualities and the character to make it happen, he doesn't anymore. So therefore, there is. It's like a a chemical imbalance in the team, and to try and strike a better chemical balance, it means that some of the more volatile my god this, this, this might even work this analogy this, the, the more volatile chemical elements need to be removed from, from, from the experiment but Matt we should be able to play them together shouldn't we we should I mean yeah in the Invincibles he had that number of attacking yeah. flair players and made it work but we're in a situation where at least two of them are sulking you know, we, we're not going to bring them back to you know where they're fully committed in playing. I think Lacazette really misses Özil. Remember when Özil's first game away at Sunderland, and he put Theo through about mm. five times with those passes. Mm. You know, that bit made for Lacazette. I yeah, agree. That Özil, yeah, would would yeah. be the making of Lacazette. Um, but you know, I. Is, you know, could you think if he'd have played in that Liverpool? I think it's so tragic that he didn't. I mean, how fucking frustrating, is it? He did not pick Lacazette in that game. I think the whole season, you know, these things rest. These, the whole yeah. season's rest. It, was, it wasn't just that one decision that yeah. saw us lose. No, but, it, but honestly, I'll be, we wouldn't have. Like, honestly, we, yeah. I'm pretty sure we wouldn't have lost in that way. We wouldn't have been so pathetic. It's an indictment. If you hadn't, it's an indictment. It's an indictment on Wenger that we can't play that system because he hasn't sorted out the centre of midfield yeah. Yeah. and he doesn't have the luxury of yeah. playing them all together. When you, when you spoke about the Invincible era, we had Patrick Vieira. Yeah, we had players who were phenomenally talented central midfielders we don't have that so yeah the idea and, and going back to the Liverpool game it's also the one game we've played the opposition rather than play ourselves we played Chelsea we didn't we, we just will roll out the same team to play the way we, we played the opposition against Chelsea and we got better result now the City the City game in a few weeks is the litmus test of whether that's actually sunk in because if it has we, we need to have an inferiority complex we need to go into those games not thinking with the Invincibles anymore but thinking we actually need to alter our structure alter our personnel as per the 
opponent. Well, well it, was, it was Czech who I saw some quotes from today who was talking about these these Manchester games coming up as being, yeah. you know, we, we were looking forward to them. We want to prove people wrong that we can compete. And that will, I think, be the litmus test. I think you're arguing about Lacazette not being at Anfield. I, I think that game was, you know, not not going to work for, for various reasons. But we've got opportunities ahead of us to, to yeah, really prove whether we're in... Okay, so. We've got opportunities coming up where we can really, yes. you know, prove whether we're in contention yes. in the city. And I think, you know, uh, most people are expecting that, you know, these games coming up, we've got... Um, you know, Watford, Watford and Everton in the Everton league and Swansea away, and then away. it's Man City away. And if we can just, you know, take, you know, hopefully, you know, three more wins into that game. Ooh. Ooh. No, no, absolutely. If Naive we can, young man. If Still. we can. But isn't this what we then, did last season? We had, you know, we had a fairly easy run yeah. at the tail end of yeah, I think a lot of it. I think the narrative of how people are viewing, Ooh. like with with Manchester United at the moment, there's an incredible narrative that there's been an amazing start to the season, and the, and the teams they have played against are perhaps not the teams that are going to be finishing the top half of the table. And likewise with Everton, are probably going to finish a lot higher than there shouldn't be as much negativity as maybe there is around the club. Did you I think watch their game on Sunday. I, I think they were poor. They probably deserved <laughs> a point from what I saw. They've clearly got issues there, but I, I think, and and that is the problem with Arsenal that it was so negative at the beginning, but actually the points return we've the got from the we games we had, it's <laughs> not the so bad. It's not the narrative. It's we were playing badly. We, we we aren't in that top bracket, and I think that that, that that is if we if we as a club can acknowledge that and accept that, which is a quite sad thing to have to do, then at least we can be as competitive as we possibly can be in that second bracket. I think that the results against those top teams playing in a performance like we did at Chelsea will see us have a chance at that fourth spot. Yeah. Uh, if we don't, then we're going to finish fifth or sixth. Of course we've got a chance at that fourth spot. You see Liverpool like, continue to mess around, drop points at home Liverpool, to teams. I, I, I mean, to be fair, Liverpool are turning into the new Arsenal. It is extraordinary. Yeah, yeah, the, the, the extent to which their attacking players will not track back and the opposition <laughs> exactly. team rushing saying, past Their defence is past, appalling. They are even more. They're even more. That is extraordinary how much like us they are. I've, I'm my best mates. But are, are, we so relying, are we relying to inane... And, and it's extraordinary what also Chamberlain has, has gone yeah, there yeah. it's hilarious doesn't 14 play 14 minutes yeah. or something and so what comes on found his central position on the time. bench he's not, he was not he's not going to play he's never going to play what, what they did thinking? Klopp say to what him to persuade thinking? him to leave he cuddled him that's what he does apparently come it's, it's really about, fun it's everyone loves me smiley happy cuddly yeah no I, to be honest it's not Liverpool that I was con- I'm concerned about he just it's, wanted people to hang out with on England training shoots he didn't know no Arsenal players anymore I need consistency no I think listen are we maybe we're relying on the Wembley hoodoo whatever you want to call it for Spurs not to finish there because they are a, a stronger squad than we are this season oh, and, God, yeah. and, and, and then you've got Chelsea who Fucking Conte. Harry Thingy scoring every single game. Harry Thingy. Harry Thingy. Thingy. How do you not know? Boy, with respect. Okay. It goes to football this, podcast. I can't, this is a Voldemort thing you can't say his name. I can't say his name. I can't say his name. Arsenal I fan Harry Kane. Yeah, I saw a very oh, funny... I saw a very funny... Was it... Was it there's a, someone on Twitter tweeted about him and they said... And, and, like, a comment on They said, Arsenal... Um, trained him and made him. I was like, "Are you trying to get Arsenal to claim credit for Harry?" It's like Harry. It was like the fact that in that photo we had hair like Freddie, so it's therefore it, it was in his DNA. If anything, yeah. but the fact that yeah, we had anything to do with him is an indictment of us that we let him go. Yeah. Then isn't it? It's like you're not trying to claim some kind of credit for creating Harry Kane, you idiot. Anyway, Tim Sherwood does that all the time, though, doesn't he? I love yeah, yeah. that. It's always it's down to him. It's, he, oh, yeah. he started it. Yeah, that's he true. Started it, right? Anyway, yeah, we should look were, ahead to the Watford game. Let's do a prediction for yeah. the Watford game. Yes, for God's sake. Well, that's our next game because obviously international week with no podcast next week. No. We can't be bothered to talk to about. Talk about There's it. no Arsenal players in the squad. There's nothing in the squad. I refuse to even be watch, interested watch France. Yeah, in the that's what I'll be doing. Oh yeah, we, we watch France and Germany and Spain. And, uh, anyway, uh, Watford away is quite a tough one to predict, isn't it? Yeah. yeah well, I, I I said it earlier on. I think it'll be a, it'll be a tricky game. It, it's a potential balance game, but at the same time, City went there and absolutely dismantled them. And oh, yeah. I think they're that, much better than us. They are much better than <laughs> us. Um, uh, and yeah, that's a good way of rotating in some phenomenally talented attacking talent. Yeah. Um, I think, in terms of predictions, my, again, my 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 head says <laughs> scrappy two one. Yeah. Um, at best, I think that um, yeah, if we try and go there and just uh, and keep it tight, and then we should have the quality as the game wears on to, to win it. But 
Yeah. Because you're saying 2 1. Is that what you're I'm saying? S- I'm Gareth? saying 2 no, 1. I'm saying 2 1. I know one. you love a prediction. Back in the day, we'd say, how many years? Like, I remember that one How many years were we doing these pointless predictions? In the glory days. But yeah, you were almost trying to refuse to do a prediction, but you're always in the end. You always come up but with it. But if there was some sort of like, I don't know, Lawrence style league table or something, it might, might be. Well, at the, beginning of, <laughs> the, the beginning of this season, I, I did resolve to, to have a table of me and Josh's predictions, as the, as the people are on it pretty much every week. But I've already forgotten. Already gone. To do that, already yeah. gone to but shit. I could listen back. You vowed that you would do it properly. I, I'm going to do it. Properly. I am going to do, I'm going to listen back I'm going to get all the because predi- didn't you I think you got one I, right last week I think I got it right again you're on a bit of a roll yeah, yeah. a couple, of, a couple yeah. have been right in recent I do weeks. like the Lawrence and League table when they say if Lawrence's predictions actually were real yeah, and, and Liverpool, Liverpool always win the league he didn't predict Liverpool <laughs> yeah. to lose a single game but very nice man though I met him over summer yeah. at one of events terrific man I played football against him at the end of his career and he was a phenomenally talented quite paunchy but I didn't get a kick as a, as I, a, as I a like Lawrence, player yeah. yeah when he's at Chesham did you? Yeah. Wow. Brilliant player. Amazing. Chesham. Or Chesham Corby. United. Was yeah. it Chesham? There you Good go. Laura. Good Laura facts. Incredible. What are you predicting, Josh? I think a 2-1 victory uh, for oh, Arsenal. That's the same. Same. It's yeah. allowed. It's, it's, it's you said 2-1 victories. If it, there's missed, I, 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 there new rules. I mean, you don't no, keep no, record of this anyway, so it doesn't really matter. <laughs> you're one of those people that go out and can't the same. the same thing as someone. Oh, you've ordered that now. I can't possibly. I'll order a 2 nil. You order 2-1 and then we'll share the congratulations if we get it right. You're allowed the same prediction. It was the tone. It was if you were predicting something completely new. That was what I was commenting on. Sorry, let's move on to Matt. Matt. I think, I kind of agree with Gareth. in Oh, don't you come predict 2-1. No, I won't predict 2-1. I think that if, you know, if we go there with the attitude that we went with Chelsea where we like, need, you know, then... Actually, forget it because we're not going to do that. He will just say, "Go out." He'll say, "It's, it's Watford. Go out and express yourself." Yeah, exactly. And it can go exactly. one of two ways. We'll either win three-one or lose two, a three-one. I think. Yes, and I'm not saying which. You have to. What we'll, you, we'll win three-one. Oh, what are you saying, boys? I'm saying the winning streak is over. Um, it feels about time to start the kind of slightly losing streak. Um, what were you looking at? One all. Oh, I'm going for no. I'll go for a bit high. Two all. I'll go Ooh. for a two all. Yeah. Yeah, an entertaining four-goal four yeah, thriller. Entertaining four-goal thriller. So then we'll, yeah, we'll be back um, after that, a couple yes. of days after that. And then, yes. yeah, there's another Europa League game. Oh, the Europa League. The Europa League's back. I quite like it because we're able to, because yeah. it's not important. Like, well, you did, we didn't even play a team that's yeah. not important. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. And, you know, we have our first game, we essentially break the Europa League. Yeah. Um, yeah and then the second <laughs> yeah. game, we... Who's the next... Like, Barty Borisov going to bring 20,000 people as well, do you know? It's Belgrade. Oh, Belgrade, okay. They could. They're, they're, I mean, you know, I'm serious. I don't want to generalise back. I think, do we go, I think we go away to Belgrade is our next game, and then we've got Belgrade at home. So we've got the Belgrade oh, double yes. header. Yeah, wow. but, I mean, the, the, I think the Europa League's really important because the way I see it now, and I think the whole club should look like this, is forget those two they are going. We're no longer a title challenger. What we are wow. is a top six team with some exciting youngsters coming through, some, um, some players coming back into form, um, potential someone, you know, we might be able to persuade someone good like Lamar to come in the summer and everything and if, if we see ourselves as a kind of exciting team rebuilding and our you know the horizon really is top four and maybe a cup that's the cup you want well, yeah, that you're saying we should, we, we should be trying there's to win a lot, there's a lot of good teams that look like they're going to finish well, third in yeah, the Champions but, League Bayern, we, we, Bayern Munich have uh, made their date with us already they're, yeah. you know, they're screwing up their Champions League it's a good point the, the Europa yeah. League it's is very exciting to see <laughs> The team being real rebuilt, essentially. No, I, I'm with you. Are you, you're, and you might not even be here for the next pod. You've already claimed that you might have a, a premiere. Now you're really putting me on the spot. Going to be what kind of the ponce that I So we'll see you in three so weeks. We'll see you in three premiere. weeks, and the rest of us in two. That's, yeah. Thank Apologies. you so much, to Matt. Thanks to yeah. Matt. Thank you. Um, thanks to the Bears, and we'll be back. <laughs> two Bears in a couple of weeks. Yeah. Bye. This is a playback media production. To listen to all our football podcasts, visit playbackmedia.co.uk. Footballistically Arsenal is backed for the season by Ladbrokes. If you're a large organisation involved in managing, purchasing or making decisions on software licences, you need Livingston. Livingston provides the technology and a large team of experts to help you understand what software is installed on your network, who is using it and whether you purchase the right number of software licences to legally use it. This information can help you make smart business decisions when it comes to renegotiating 
negotiating software licensing agreements with large software publishers like Microsoft, Oracle, IBM and others, and when budgeting for software spend. To reduce the cost and risk of managing your software licenses, speak to Livingston today about our managed services. Over 50 multinationals across the world trust Livingston to manage their software licenses. Visit livingston-tech.com for more information. Sports Social Podcast Network.